Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Be bitch of Finley. It is a Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday, baby. Landfill's got the beats playing. Yes. Be bitch is getting his suit pressed for the party. Hey, tonight. man, I got to look good when I'm out there tonight. I'm going to be on an airplane <laughs> heading home. <laughs> I, I, a headache? I think, I think it's best for all parties that I leave Arizona. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> right now, though, time to go to the BetQL guest line. Talk to our friend, Mr. Joe Valerio. Played for the Chiefs, hosts a podcast for the Believe Network about the Chiefs. Joe, what's up, man? Thanks for making time for hey, us. Hey, guys. Oh, thanks for having me on. This is great. It's been really fun talking about this game because of my affiliation with both teams. I live in Philly. Uh, I'm a Philly kid. Wow. I grew up here. I was born in South Philly. Um you know, I talk about the Eagles on a couple local radio stations during the week. I have the Chiefs podcast. I play for the Chiefs. It's like, listen, I had a fantasy football team several years ago called the Kansadelphia Cheagles. So this is a, this is <laughs> wow. a, this is an interesting one for me. You know, well, how how you say you grew up in Philly, Joe? How are the people? Yeah. Uh, how are they handling you or dealing with you right now? Because I. I I, I I hear some Philly. I can hear the accent. I can hear the Philly sure. in you, but you also play for the Chiefs. What they tell you, but not have no red and yellow going through you this week. Yeah, no, I've been going right down Broadway. Uh, you know, on this one <laughs> at our at our Super Bowl party on Sunday, we're going to have ho- here's here's a Philly accent for you. We're going to have hoagies. Uh, we're going to have hoagies on the left, cheesesteaks on the left of the room. We're going to have Kansas. There's a great Kansas City barbecue place here near where we live. Guy lived uh-huh. in the Midwest, opened up a case. We're going to have Casey Barbecue on the right side of the basement. We're going to let people's stomachs decide who they root for as the game's going on. Um, and and I'm, going, I'm going, you know, right down, right down Broadway on this. But, you know, yeah, I mean, there, there, there's, you know, there's different allegiances at different times of the day, right, because I think about my time and the, and the absolute privilege it was to play for the Chiefs and, and uh, the, the opportunity that was given to me by the Hunt family and Carl Peterson, who was a Philly guy, right, Coach uh, yeah. coached and, and managed for the Eagles, general manager, and then filled up your stars. And you got the Andy Reid. You got, you know, you got Dick Vermeil, right? Like all yeah, it's, it's a lot, big, char- big, big Charlie Saloon in South Philly is a cheese bar. They've been a cheese bar since the 70s. Um, you know, it, it's a – but you know what? I'm just That's say news this. right there. A cheese bar in Philly? They don't oh, God, know. Yeah, like, they're, they're, like DC has all sorts of other team bars. Yeah. I didn't think Philly did. <laughs> and, they, and these guys are well loved. They and because they are Eagles fans too. And luckily, this doesn't happen all the time where the two teams meet yeah. up. So yeah, I know, mean, I feel like 
Chiefs-Eagles isn't a natural rivalry, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It, no. it, they're not playing all that often. Um, and the nice but, thing about it is, look at the look at the way. I'm sorry, I know you guys want to talk some football, but like, look at the way that it's played out over the last two weeks, and how refreshing it's been that we haven't gotten caught up in Burrowhead nonsense and mayors, the mayors of towns getting on yeah. social media and going off the rails. Like what? Like it, it has been so refreshing that two respected, <laughs> respectful teams are playing against each other without all the shenanigans. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, to- I mean, clearly. That Cincinnati mayor is just trying to – I mean, politicians are just the worst. Clearly that guy's just trying to get more famous or, or whatever it is. Um, let, let's talk a little football. I, um, I, I tend to, like, when I'm trying to handicap, for lack of a better word, when I'm trying to predict what I think will happen in the Super Bowl, I like to really look at both offensive lines. Yes. And yes. I think both of these old lines are the best in football. I think both of them are the best in their conference, mm-hmm. and you're talking one and two, however you want to measure it. Eagles, Chiefs, like both these O lines are really, really good. Uh, and I know you played O line, Joe, so I'm curious how you see that shaken out. If you agree with me, yeah. Well, yes, I am a card carrying member of the Fools, uh, the Fraternal Order of Offensive Linemen. So, yeah, I, I love chatting about you know what goes on up front because i think you know not just to be partial but you know or biased but i'm you know i believe the games are are one up front i think it's when you can disrupt and make things happen it's where it all starts right obviously there are things you can do at other positions to change the game but i think it all starts there it's the foundation and these two offensive lines are spectacular um you know i think there is part of me that from tackle to tackle, I might, speaking objectively, I know people who listen to our Chiefs podcast and, and fans of, of, of ours that are our Chiefs people are be a little disappointed, but I think tackle to tackle, I think the Eagles might have a tad advantage mm-hmm. from a pass-blocking perspective. And I know that, I know you say, well, yeah, but the Chiefs let up less sacks. Well, Jalen Hurts, when he gets caught in the RPO and he gets tackled for loss, that actually goes in as a sack. So I think that might throw the statistics off a little bit. Um so there's there's definitely some things you got you know underlying things you got to look at there. But you know what I'm what I'm doing if if I'm if I'm both the Chiefs and the Eagles defensive coordinators, I'm setting protection to the I'm setting the I'm trying to get the team to set the protection to the spot where I want the one-on-one matchups. And what I mean by that is I'm going to use the Chiefs as an example on their offense. If I'm the Eagles, I'm going to try to get Hassan Reddick matched up against Andrew Wiley. And I love Andrew Wiley. He's a great player. But I'm, if I'm a fan and I'm watching the game and I, and I see Creed Humphrey in a typical pass, now sometimes they do dummy calls and they will make calls to make them think you're passing and they're not. But if you get, if you get a standard passing down and you see Creed Humphrey point to his left and he goes left, 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 or Patrick Mahomes tells the line left, 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 okay, they're declaring, they're basically declaring three on two. They're saying center, left guard, left tackle, you're going left, and you're going to take the two down linemen and any linebacker or, or blitzing safety mm-hmm. or cornerback that comes, right? Standard slide protection. What that's telling the right side is you're one-on-one, okay, in a standard four-person rush. Right guard, you've got the, the defensive tackle. Eagles. Advantage Eagles. I, right there. <laughs> yeah. Because even if and, – and, and what, what I think that, you know, what I think that, you know – the the, the the Eagles might do is they might bring up some some somebody on the right side then because that's the hot side right because now you've got nobody to block the the hot 
linebacker or, or cornerback that's coming. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're going to have to keep a Jarek McKinnon in, or they're going to have to keep, you know, Isaiah Pacheco in. And you got those one-on-ones with Trey Smith and Andrew Wiley. That's where I think, and and you got Hassan Reddick over there, who's on. Woo, he's on the move right now. Yeah, he's on fire right now. And he's on fire. He's making me. I'm, I mean, I'm he dominated like, that NFC title game. He did, and I'm seeing flashes of you know Derek Thomas like out there, and I'm like, oh my god, they're the you know the Chiefs Don't are going to be in Derek trouble. Derek Thomas so. to be bitch. That's the hardest hit he ever took, <laughs> yes, man. Had me hyperventilating. Right. <laughs> right? Um, I know. Uh, talking with Joe Valerio here. Uh, host a podcast for the Kansas City Chiefs on the Believe Network. Joe, I have a – I've said this to a few people, and they kind of look at me sideways. In that NFC title game, and I know that was two weeks ago, so maybe you know things have progressed significantly. I don't think Hurts looks right. I, I, I know he's back from the shoulder sprain, but that dude – We've watched him enough now. He has a cannon. Mm-hmm. And there were a couple mm-hmm. throws that they just, luckily in that game, when you're facing Josh Johnson, you don't really need much. But I don't think Hurts looks right. We know Mahomes is dealing with the high ankle sprain. Who's the healthiest quarterback in this game? I, I mean, that's a great question. I mean, just speaking, now I'm, this is a projection. This is a, this is, I, you know, I'm not in the training room with these guys, but I, I have to say that. Over the last two weeks, Jalen has had to have, had to have progressed faster than Patrick. High ankle sprains are rough, man. They are yeah. rough, and 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 it's quarterbacks like the only position you could play with a high ankle sprain. There's no other position on the field you could do it. So the Chiefs are lucky that you know that it was Patrick and not some other maybe key position. Not not that they're lucky somebody had a high ankle sprain, but you know what I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 that 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 the quarterback is the only one that could do that. I saw it too, and I saw it. Also, with not just the way that he was throwing the ball, but I saw it in the way that they were protecting him. Because anytime they, they knew they needed to run the RPO against the Niners because they had to show it to the, to the next team they were playing, Bengals or Chiefs, right? They had to show it because it's their secret sauce. It is their absolute secret sauce. And every time they would run it, they were either, you know, Jalen was either making the, making the handoff or he was, if he was not throwing it and keeping it, he was skirting to the outside and he Straight was going to, to his right. He was going to his right to protect his back shoulder so he could put his, lean his left shoulder into a tackle, or he could slide, or he could go out of bounds. So, yeah, I agree. I think he was still, they were still babying it in that game. And I, but I think, I'd have to imagine, if I know anything about physiology and you know, biomechanics and all that kind of biokinetics and all that stuff, I'd have to imagine. <laughs> I'd have to imagine that his shoulder is probably going to get a little bit better than an ankle is because, you know, you can rest it, right? Um, yeah. You can't really rest. You know, you, I, I didn't see Patrick in a boot anytime he was in a, you know, he might be wearing a boot in his hotel room, but, you know, I didn't see him in public in anything. And, you know, I, I just, that's my personal opinion. But yeah. look, it's, 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 the, it's the last game. And they're going to – I know the Eagles oh, yeah, are going to throw right. caution to the wind. You go for this. You got to go in this one. When you look at it, all, you talk about the offensive line, but when you flip it over to the defensive side, who do you think has the edge there? I think that – well, I think the, I think the Eagles are, have more depth. I mean, when you got Indomitia Sue playing a minor, like, backup role and a rotation role, you know yeah. you must be deep, right? Because mm-hmm. yes. – you know he he may be he may be a first rotation guy. He may even be starting for the Chiefs if if they were lucky enough to have him. Right? I mean, not to not take anything away from the Chiefs D line, but you know they put a lot on Chris Jones 
and they Jones put a lot, a lot on, of weight. Yeah, they they put a lot on you know Frank Clark, and yeah. and they put a lot on their linebackers to <clears throat> pick up the slack for you know some other not so all pro type defensive tackles and defensive ends. So, you know, I think Karloftis has had a good year as a rookie, but you know, I, I just I so I'd have to give the edge if you go if you go end to end, I'd have to give the ed, edge to um to the Eagles as far as uh as far as you know the rotation they can put in, the depth and and sort of the skill of each player ac- across the line. If you did one on one matchups. For me, I think if you look at and you can credit Sirianni, you can credit Howie Roseman, whoever you want to credit. But if you look at that Eagles roster, one to fifty-three, they're loaded. They're loaded. <laughs> yes, I mean, just think loaded. about the talent in their secondary, mm-hmm. right? And I'm just picking a position group. I mean, they are so loaded. But top of the list, the Chiefs have the top three guys, and and maybe you disagree with me on on it, but Mahomes, Kelsey. Jones, I think, are the three best players in this game. Joe, are, are, are you are you willing to go there with me? Uh, no, I, I don't doubt. I mean, I mean, for, for their positions, especially, yeah. I mean, because you can't really you can't really compare a Travis Kelsey or Chris Jones to what Jalen Hurts brings and, and how effective he is with the RPO and, and the the MVP status that he brings he to is the Eagles. Very effective, but, man. But but yeah, like when you just look at at at. The history, right? You know, look, it's still as great as a year as, as an MVP candidate as he was, which, you know, when you do look at the definition of what MVP is, you know, you could, you, Jalen has to be in that mix because if you take him off the Eagles, they're not the same team. But, like, yeah. yes, I have to agree. From a, a history, championship DNA, like the, all that stuff, the, the whole total package, no, you can't disagree that they have the top three players in, in, in the game, right? But football is a weak link sport. Yep. Football is a game that requires all 11 slash 22, and then you expand it to 33 for special teams if, you got, if you've got like 11 air quote special teams type starters. It, it's, a, it's, it's a weak link sport, man. You, every, you, you can't be bad at something. You know, you can't have two weak cornerbacks. You can't have a bad defensive yeah. end. You can't, like, so as much as it is great to have, you know, I, uh, I liken football to, like, what they call football over in Europe, right, soccer. Like, you, you could have three Mess, Lionel Messi's on a team or five Cristiano Ronaldo's, but if you, it takes 30 passes to get the ball from the goalie all the way to the other goalie. And, and if there's weak links along the way, you're going to be in trouble. And so, yeah, I, I agree with you that that is the, the case. But I, when I go back and then look at the at the weak link composition of the Eagles, I think if you gave everybody a grade and added up the grades, I think the Eagles come out a little bit on, ahead on that. So I totally agree. Yeah. I, I mean, I totally agree. You've got – I think what makes this so hard to figure out is that the I think the Chiefs' O-line might be a hair better – but I think the Eagles' D line is better, and I and I think defensively, the Eagles are really good. I just, I'm, I'm not going against Andy Reid in this thing. Um, Joe, we, we got to run here. Appreciate you, Joe. What, what is your official prediction, man? I'll go with the score first. I think either scores, either team can win this game, no doubt. Right? That's the reason why they're there. I mean, the Bears could yep. win this game if you know if if they had the right game plan and and the other teams fouled up. 
I'm saying 31-27. I think it's going to be high scoring. You beat the over. Um, I'm going to do. I'm going to do something a little interesting and unique. This is going to be very politically correct. I'm going to be like a politician on this one. I'm going to say that I'm going to give the 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 Chiefs a 55% chance of winning and the, and the Eagles a 45% chance. Rather than saying it's going to be the Chiefs 31-27, I'm going to give a percentage of what those teams are going to be to achieve those scores. And I would say that right now my heart is saying that the Chiefs probably are a 55% chance of getting to that score and the Eagles at about a 45. That's that's the way I'm predicting this game because I've got a lot of people to keep happy. So I want to get <laughs> hey, my cheesecakes and my Kansas City barbecue. So I, but no, I, that's what, I, that's I, what I, I'm thinking. I don't want you getting beat up in South Philly, man. Joe, thank <laughs> you for right, the Joe, time. I really brother. appreciate it, man. Awesome, that's guys. Our, Have a great one. Anytime. You All too, right, man. All right, that's our guy Joe Valerio. You can give him a follow at Joe Valerio 73, 11 a.m. PFT commenter from the Super Bowl. Don't go anywhere. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.